Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. to a brand new week and a brand new show with Donna and Steve. The band is back together. Dawn McLean producing this disaster. Uh, Steve, I feel like we haven't seen you in so long or talked to you in so long. We haven't, we haven't been on the air together since Thursday, June 25th. That's right. What have I missed? Oh, gosh, where to begin? Well, we'll let you know as the show you know, goes on. Because you'll bring Frankly, something up and we'll go, yeah, we talked about that. Well, yeah, yeah, Steve, that's uh, that's old news. Yeah, everybody talked about that. Yeah. You know, I was I was pretty, by and by and large, I was pretty disconnected. We just did a staycation. We just we we stayed home and it was it was low key, mm-hmm. but um, felt pretty felt pretty disconnected. A little bit later in the show, I'm going to let you know. Uh, coming up at ten fifteen, a tear of movies that I went on. Now for me, it's a tear. For you, it could be just like a, a slow Saturday. But I'm, I I don't do great with movies just because I fall asleep a lot and I have a short attention span. But I think you guys are going to be proud of me when I rattle off the amount of movies that I saw. Wow. I don't know if you'll be impressed with the movies that oh, I saw. Oh, okay. okay. Now, you said 10, 15. I think you meant 11. Uh-oh. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yes, I did. I abs- <laughs> And it's good to be back. It's good to be back. That being said, at uh, ten fifteen, we will have entertainment stories coming your way. Uh, so stick around for that as well. Uh, what did um, you do for the fourth? You know, we again we stayed home. I mean, did <laughs> you did you do any? Did you see any fireworks? Did you watch any fireworks? Did you have any Set in the driveway? Off. I I have now for five years done a driveway fountain display. Oh. I don't like anything that shoots off into the air. That's when it gets highly unpredictable to me. Sure. You know, if it's like. like what is it, a bottle rocket or an M80 or whatever? I don't know. Well, what don't they are. ever do M80s. Oh, or M80s big time? Yeah, that, that'll that blow your arm off. Oh, okay. Well, I, <laughs> I only do the ones that you sit, you, you light it. It doesn't move off the ground, but it just does like a fountain of sparks and does sure. different things. Yeah. And then do the kids get the little sparklers? You know, we didn't do sparklers no. uh, this year. We've done them in the past. Here's what's funny about sparklers. The times that we've done them, they almost always result in a spark, a, like hot spark landing on someone. Oh, okay. And then it turns into tears. There's a hack oh. for that, which is put the sparkler through a solo cup, and then they put their hand into the solo cup oh, yeah. upside down, essentially, and Great then it's sort idea. of a little protective barrier. But I got to tell you, um, the fountain display went off without a hitch, including a big finale. Yes. I had people in the next driveway, neighbors who saw that I was doing it, and they've got, you know, we have a bunch of kids in our neighborhood. And so kids were all social distancing, like sort of coming around. We had some people out on the street, people in different driveways. The neighbors um, beside me 
turned on music in their truck and it was like born in the usa nice. it was fantastic oh fun. so uh, so we did that and still saved 30 other fireworks for my son's birthday coming up later in july so awesome. that's awesome Good. It's the tradition. Yeah, well, so it was we really missed good. You. We missed you around here. Uh, Dawn, did you... Uh, Dawn, you took your baking class. Yeah, this is my third baking class with some of the stars from the Great British Bake Off. Oh, funny. I don't see any baked goods around here. Oh, <laughs> did it not go well, Dawn? No, it went great. You know what's funny is that... So this one was with Julia, and she uh, is was delightful. Um, I forget which season she was on, but we baked focaccia bread. She's oh, a bread yum. baker. And also... Is that how you say that? I think so. Focaccia. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I've never said it out loud. <laughs> He's kidding. Okay. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, like, I'm going to look at the spelling. Continue. So I've never made bread before. And you have to, like, for eight minutes, just slap this dough around and get it just completely. you got yes, to get the gluten moving. Yes. You have to pick it up, slap it again. Yes. you got to just That's slap that bread. Just absolutely. Okay. I mean, your arm hurts. It's crazy. So um, the thing that was so funny is that I had all my, you have to do your ingredients in advance. You have to measure everything in advance because everything's in grams. They don't use cups. Okay. Because it's British. Mm, right. So you got to be prepared. So then we move on after the dough is made and we're waiting for it to rise. She's like, okay, now let's get our second batch of yeast ready for the next recipe. And I go, excuse me? I go, I wave my hand and she's like, yes, Don. And they unmuted me. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. There was a whole second recipe. They're (gasps) like, Don, did you scroll it's the second page of the pdf and i'm like oh so there's all of it's breadsticks i don't have any of the ingredients oh no now the basics i had the flour you know just to make the dough yeah so then she's like well what's in your cabinet so i'm at mc's house and he doesn't have like he doesn't have poppy seeds and things like that right she's like well just grab whatever i'm like there's some oregano um i'm like there's so many steak seasonings there's like eight bottles of different steaks. So I added in, because it had like chili flakes in it. And th- I added in steak seasoning to these like breadsticks. Like Montreal steak seasoning, just right yeah. on there. And so they turned out pretty good, but I just, it was hilarious because nothing was measured. I'm running behind because I've got to catch up. How many people? Um, there were only six on this. It has a limit of 16 people. Ooh, I feel like that almost makes it more awkward that you weren't prepared because yeah. then you it, it's hide. like a smaller class it yeah just they're feels watching like, oh, me run boy. around because yes. you know you can do gallery view <laughs> what's great is that they, it's all on what they do is they send you the zoom later like the so you can watch the whole video back. oh fun so it oh, was I'm fun glad you the bread turned it. out great and actually the breadsticks were pretty good good really yeah huh. uh, you just gotta roll with the punches guys you gotta just laugh yes. it, laugh it off and just do your best i'm proud of you that's yeah. really awesome Meanwhile, from the other side of the world, Donna um, has a new roommate. Yeah, okay, (laughs) so here's the sitch, and I know I've only got about a minute to tell you this story. I get home from the cabin, great time at the cabin, very relaxing, didn't do much of anything. Um, I come home, and I'm like, oh, wow, I should go outside and water these plants. You know, I have like flowers and pots and things like that in my patio, So I go outside, I grab the watering can, come back into the house, because I was going to fill it in the house, because it was so hot outside. I'm like, I'm not going to stand here longer than I have to. Go inside (laughs) to the sink. All of a sudden, a toad 
which I thought, of course, identified as a frog, um, jumps off the watering can that I just brought in (laughs) onto my kitchen sink. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? I have to deal with this right now. I just got back from a two and a half hour drive. Oh, I'm just ready to like take a load off, chill out. And now there's a frog in my house. I posted the video. I have some of it. Yeah. On Twitter. Right now, you could hear me screaming. Well, okay, there's a frog <laughs> that was on my uh, watering can. I don't, I don't hear it. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Get out. Get out. Um, <laughs> i got to get a big one. A big I'm one. looking for a Tupperware. Uh, jump into that, please. So you know what I like? Oh, wait till you see Donna, it jump. You talking to it as though it's trainable. First, get out. <laughs> jump into that now. I cut a lot of the video out, obviously, because you can't just let this roll for like five minutes. But oh. eventually I get some reinforcements. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, he was good for nothing. Um, so I go and get the neighbor and the neighbor comes over and like everybody on Twitter right now, not everybody, but a lot of people are like, Donna, it's a little toad. Just pick it up. I'm like, ew, I'm not touching that. I'll get a wart. And the problem was I let the dog out and then I had to go let him back in. Sure. You didn't want to lose the frog. I didn't want to lose sight of the frog because he was going to, he was, first of all, he was giving me side eye. Right? Because he's like checking to see, like, what is she going to do? And I'm like, what is he going to do? And he's like looking at me and I'm looking at him. And I didn't want to walk away because next thing you know, he's going to end up in my bedroom. And oh, just. And then he's going to grow bigger and bigger. Yes. Right. Until he's the size of a person. (laughs) He'll have a little crown on him. Yeah. No, it was a disaster. You could check it out on Twitter. I'm sure Hannah, Millennial Hannah, (laughs) she'll be putting it up on our social media, too. Uh, We got to go. We'll be back, though. When we come back, some things that made us go, huh. Here's a question for you to ponder over the break. You could fit how many Earths inside of Uranus? We'll reveal when we return on Don and Steve on My Talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment with Donna and Steve. And this. Things that make you go. I find space so fascinating. It's just, if I would love to travel in space guaranteed that i return safely yes that's that's the caveat but i understand that that's kind of what makes space exploration interesting is you don't know if you're going to be vaporized or if your body will (laughs) cave in on itself Hmm. get this who knew uranus was so big oh okay i'm not gonna bite i'm I'm not (laughs) i'm not setting it up like that is it uranus I think that's how we're supposed to say it I mean, now. Either way is like anus or urine, you know, <laughs> Uranus or Uranus. I, I didn't even think the of that. Yeah, yeah. Although in the context of this with stuff fitting, maybe I should, I'll do Uranus. I'll switch. Okay. You can fit 63 Earths inside of Uranus. Whoa. 63, 63? Wow. inside of Uranus. I don't think... I have the ability to comprehend that. You I, me say too. it. I just don't get it. I'll never get Here's it. Here's my question. Where is Uranus in the pecking order of planet size? Hmm. 
Yeah. It can't be the big. Is it the biggest? It's not the biggest. What's the biggest? Jupiter. Hang on. All right. Planet size rank? While you're doing that, I will just tell you that birds don't urinate. Oh, so speaking of on urine. The urine thing, it all know. goes in the, the into their, to their um, anus. <laughs> okay. okay. Their so. anus, not your anus. Um, yeah, it just gets converted to uric acid, and they get rid of this uric acid the same place they get rid of all their other waste, and that would be their anus. Mm. How about that for a segue? I'm a professional, people. Don't try this it. at home. Thank you. Jupiter is the biggest planet. Then Saturn. Then Uranus. Followed huh. by Neptune. Then little baby dumb Earth. Then Venus, Mars, and Mercury. Huh. And planet, uh, excuse me, Pluto, as you might recall, well, has been excommunicated, as it were. That's what a bummer. Yeah. That does stink for them. I saw a never forget Pluto shirt online over the weekend. <laughs> and it had that. the timestamp. It was like nineteen twenty <laughs> to two thousand and seventeen or whatever. Oh it was. my gosh. That's hilarious. That's um, a good one. Get this. And Don, Donna, I think that you enjoy looking into the life of crime. You know what I mean? So like if I said witness protection and I had a story about witness protection, I'm thinking you are gonna be the more interested of our bunch. Am I right? Uh, uh- but yes, I think Dawn has a similar interest in true crime too. But yes, that's, that's my right. well, it out. Yeah, I'll base yeah I'll base this on your um, audible reaction to what I say okay, to you. Okay, good. More than eighteen thousand four hundred people have been relocated with the United States Federal Witness Protection Program, and not a single one of them has been tracked down by the criminals they were hiding from. Whoa. Ah. That's a Whoa. that is amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Donna started out with the lead, but Don's making yeah, some yeah, noise yeah, coming yeah, up on is. the outside. There's Don Don coming in with her blonde hair. Yeah. Oh. Um that is that is really amazing. Actually. A one hundred percent success rate. Witness Just protection. think there are people probably among us who oh. are in the witness protection program that we will never know. Because Isn't that something? Right? Talk about something I could never do. I would, I'm not good with secrets. <laughs> You'd be found I would be found so fast. First night, I'd be like, by the way, before I go to bed, I'm in witness protection. And instantly I'd get found, I'd get killed. Yeah. Same reason I could never be in CIA, among <laughs> others. You just can't keep a secret, can you? <laughs> no, you would be able to do that though, Donna, because I think you have a lot of skeletons. I think that <laughs> you, would, you would thrive in witness protection. Son of a gun, who's to say you're not in it right now? That Exactly. I mean, I think these things all the time because I have obsessive compulsive thoughts, but I think like... Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Sometimes I wonder, am I the only living human being <laughs> walking among either aliens yeah. or ghosts. Oh, like, are fun. you all just really ghosts and this is all just some fake... Uh, Matrix. Yes. Yes. Oh. I, I think those things all the time. I'm like, well, it doesn't matter because he's not really a person anyway. He's just a ghost. Uh, <laughs> so it's the ghost world that we live in. Oh, I change it That's up all the time. On. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like... I appreciate that, though. I've thought of it... Much more now. This is this is again a good example of of how my brain operates versus yours. I've thought, <laughs> what if we're all like in the, the Truman Show? Uh-huh. Oh, I thought that too. Well, you know, Steve, yeah. yeah. I feel like that you feels think more. That you're on, yeah, more entertaining to me. Okay, low stakes. No one's out to harm I'll anybody. I'll see your Truman Show and up you one Horton. Here's a who. You guys know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. So like a what microcosm and a, a macrocosm. Yeah. Like maybe we're living in a dog's. Uh, fur anus. No, you were gonna say anus. <laughs> I wasn't Donna, gonna say Donna, you had anus. to stop yourself from saying anus. <laughs> no, let's say fur because Horton hears a who, isn't it? Like a little mouse living yeah. on mm-hmm. in an elephant body, you know, in his skin or ear or something. Yeah, like what if that's us? The whole all of Earth is just us living in a dog's fur. See, this is why I don't need to <laughs> smoke marijuana because this is what it's like. And then there this are is tiny where the dogs. night ends. Yeah, exactly. I just saved some money. This is what I assume it's like. <laughs> oh boy, I, I, I think I'm doing a little foreshadowing right now mm-hmm. to Friday at eleven thirty. <laughs> oh shoot! Yeah, yeah uh, we just said dumb... anus a lot. We yep. said it many times tonight. And then be we used. talked about how we don't exist. Okay, mm. perfect. All right, guys, Van Gogh sold only one painting in his entire life. Wow. And we'll be back. <laughs> no, and the painting was uh, the uh, the Red Vineyard, I think it's called. Okay. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Things in Maggie Go. Um, okay, we've got some entertainment news to share with you. Some of it not good at all, and some of it really, really sweet. We'll tell you who it involves up next on my talk. Cool. All right, welcome back to the Donna and Steve Show. Dawn McLean, our producer. Um, this is terrible, terrible news. Um, Broadway actor Nick Cordero lost his months-long uh, battle against the coronavirus. Oh, so uh, sad. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. I saw this headline, and I was like, no. He's four, he was 41 years old, um, born in Ontario, Canada. He moved to New York in 2008. He was cast in the musical The Toxic Avenger in at a, uh, the George Street Playhouse in New Jersey. It later moved to Off-Broadway. Um, and then he did Rock of Ages. He did Bullets Over Broadway. He did Waitress. He did um, he played Sonny in A Bronx Tale, the musical. It, it's just so, so sad. He was in Los Angeles. Um, and his wife had been basically chronicling his mm. progress or his setbacks and all of that, asking for prayers. And um, it he ended up losing his battle. He at, at first I thought he had a severe case of pneumonia and he ended up losing his leg mm-hmm. yeah, right. um, because of how it affects your blood. 
He had holes in his lungs as a result. Um, He initially tested positive, but then he continued after time to test negative. Uh, He had an 11-month-old son named Elvis. Mm. Just terrible. I mean, his his poor wife put this just heart-wrenching Instagram message up, which I will link up for you at mytalk1071.com. But lots of people um, coming out and speaking about the kind of guy he was. Steven Van Zandt from Bruce Springsteen's band said that he was a good friend, a wonderful guy, fantastic actor. Um, Jerry Zachs, who was in a Bronx tale with him, said he was one of the leaders on his team Mm -hmm. for that play. He said, everyone watches the leader. Um, He said, like, when he was doing Dolly, everyone was watching Bette Midler and David Hyde Pierce. And when he says watching, he means taking their cue about how to conduct yourself in Mm. the rehearsal room. And Mm. that he was the epitome of grace and decency and civility. So just a terribly sad story. And also a good reminder that that's a young man right there. That's That's the thing is that shows you that even if you fall into the statistically safer or lower risk category, that COVID can still create its own sort of complications within you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah There's that's no way of knowing scary. how it's going to affect you. Right. Right. Oh, right. Man. So uh, let's see. What else do I want to tell you about? Uh, here's a, a happy story. Okay. So Dame Judy Dench, um, she had been talking about how being being quarantined during this time because she's, you know, a lady of a certain age. So she's taking good care of herself and staying away from, uh, you know, doing the social distancing thing. She says, you know, it gets depressing. You wake up and you wonder what day it is. Then you wonder what date it is, what time of the month it is. Uh, And then you think, what do I do today? What is there to do today? You know, being stuck at home. So apparently she has been taking part in her grandson's TikTok videos. Right. And they're just adorable and they're getting thousands and thousands of views and i watched a couple of them and it's just so cute because she's dancing in some of them she's being set up for jokes on others um again we will link this up for you at mytalk1071.com on the donna and steve show page so that's something new i guess you could say that she learned to do in quarantine and i yeah this is great this is this is this is the kind of positive (laughs) buzz that frankly TikTok needs uh-huh. on this show. Yes. It's going to say, you know, I dabbled. I'm still only two video I've only ever posted two videos on there, but I was dabbling pretty heavily for a little while. Oh, Steve, so and, you just learned how to do it not that long ago then when you started right, dabbling. and there's still a ton of stuff that I don't understand about how to do because if you want to do a fun video where there are effects, special effects, things like that, which a lot of people do, um there's a real learning curve. It's not like press record and then it magically edits itself. You have to do a lot of stuff to make these videos look really like, whoa. Huh. Well, we asked the question on Facebook, by the way, um, what is something new that you learned to do while quarantined? And we've got answers like not new, but I relearned my love of baking. That's what Stephanie said. Mm, that's uh, good. Another Stephanie said that I love being home. Um, people are organizing pictures and going through all their old memorabilia. 
Oh, I love this, you guys. Mary Beth said that she is doing a lot of paint by number, which is what oh. I want to do. I'm going to start doing that. The pictures... Do you have paint by number stuff at, at home, or do you need to order some? I need to order some. I had a listener send me one, but it was so difficult because so teeny, teeny, tiny that I was like, okay, I'm not. I'm going to put this on the back burner because it's too small for my old eyes. You need one that looks like a preschool puzzle that has like six pieces. <laughs> yes, just like a snowman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Donna. Oh man, baby Donna. I don't bury yeah, and then the I put like here. age fifty three next to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do with all my coloring books. She signs the bottom. Yep. Yeah. Um, I have been learning to smoke things. Nice. You did it. I got a smoker. Yeah. Got a smoker. Woo! Last week I got a smoker. Oh, you know what? In fact, let me do that. Okay. Uh, do both of you have your phones near you? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm going to um, send you a picture because there have been some really uh, good moments and then there have been uh, some learning moments. Okay. okay. I will send you a picture of what happened to smoked sausage like kielbasa that I tried to smoke a couple hours low and slow and then I wanted to hit it with some flame for about five minutes to char it. Oh. Turns out five minutes in my flame was way too much. Let me explain this. The U-shaped kielbasa, everybody imagines that. It comes in kind of a U. Yeah. It went from a U and then burst open, and the U became the letter I, essentially, (laughs) inside of the smoker. So I was very proud, and it smelled great. I was like, this is going to be good. I had seasoned one of them. I was like, this is great. And then five minutes later, I opened it, and it had gone from a real crowning achievement (laughs) to it had burst. I couldn't believe what I was looking at. It did still taste good, but I, I did. This is a, it's called a wood, uh, a pellet grill. So it's a smoker, but you can also reveal a flame if you want to char something or sear something. Yeah. Um, but I finally bit the bullet and did a lot of research, went with a slightly cheaper option than what I had been looking at. And now I'm just looking at all these <laughs> reviews and recipes and what should a new guy, how do you learn this correctly? But let me just tell you this. Oh, ew. What happened to that? Right. I'm it looking exploded. at it. I'm actually zooming in. Me too, John. I'm concerned <laughs> about the, whether or not it's cooked. Like the darker part. Is that raw? No. So let me explain. So this is a, this is like a kielbasa that comes fully cooked already. It's heat to eat. <laughs> so I just wanted to do the low smoke just to give it that smoky flavor. Because here's one thing I learned. Bonus tip. Meat takes on smoke flavor only until it reaches an internal temperature of 130 degrees. So Uh toward the end of your cook, it's no longer taking on smoke, that flavor that you want, that camp flavor. I stopped listening. Um, But let me just tell you this. I'm just looking at this picture and it's disturbing. Don't zoom on it. It looks really, don't zoom on it. It looks very phallic. I know, Jada. (laughs) All sausages do. No, not, no, mm mm-mm. This one's especially. I don't know what kind of. <sighs> I mean, I, I mean, it looks like Send one that's the been through trauma. But... Oh yeah, that one. It's like a cross section. <laughs> yeah, this is more like they, like uh, you know how you spatchcock a chicken. What? How oh, you separate it? No. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, sure, okay. Please tell me I use that correctly. Yeah, oh I God, I've never heard of that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spatchcock. Spatchcocking a chicken is essentially when you split the chicken open and lay it flat. Oh. That's kind of like what I did to this sausage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me say this. All right. When you turn this pellet grill on, within, and then it goes through and starts its initial smoke, mm-hmm. the immediate aroma 
of that smoked flavor of someone in the neighborhood is smoking is so, so good. So the next couple weeks, I'm going to try to get in. If anybody has any good recipes or tips, please email me. Tell me on Twitter, whatever. I want to know. Um, but I'm going to try to do like a pork shoulder. Oh, do a turkey, I would like to too. Do, I hear turkey's great. Yeah, I have a friend who always great. smokes turkey. And then um, uh, uh, ribs, of course. A lot of people want to do ribs. I looked up a couple really good rib recipes. So I want to get my goal. My goal is to get really good at this so that I can be doing full meals on the smoker. Because you can have a cast iron skillet with veggies in it on the right side. You got your pork on the left side. You got corn on the cob on top. I want to be able to do full meals. So is it a, like how long do you have? Why did it explode? <laughs> It exploded because I had already smoked it at 225 for two hours. Oh. And so it was already really hot on the inside, and Wait, I didn't realize that because it's already hours? cooked. Yeah, well, here's the situation, Donna. You can do yeah. it quickly if you want to. Yeah. But what people like about a smoker is the low and slow process. Oh, I, you okay. can do burgers in you know five or ten minutes on there if you turn it up because it can go north of 500 degrees. Oh, lordy. I see. But the idea of slow smoking is that you keep the meat at a lower temperature longer so that it can absorb the smoke flavor. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. Ah, oh, mm. sounds great. So it's, it's, it, it smells great. Even when I've screwed things up, um, which I really screwed up one day, uh, I screwed up bacon, but let me tell you this very quick. I know we're up against the clock. I got a bacon slab from Von Hansen's. Didn't realize yeah. what I had done until I left. And then I was like, oh, I have to cut this. And then I thought, wait, an opportunity. I did a half-inch cut of each of these and tried to recreate big fat bacon on a stick from the Minnesota State Fair. Mm-hmm. Not a perfect replica, but pretty darn close. It was really a step in the right direction. So bacon on the smoker, if you have two hours, is great. Oh, man. Okay. Good for you, Steve. Oh, I'm jealous. Like I want some of the smoked meat. Yeah, I'll keep you updated yeah, on what, right? I, what I've done. Oh, man. When we come back, we encourage you to say something if you see something. I saw something, and I'm going to say something. It has to do with the word that was just added to the dictionary, mm. regardless of the fact that it's not a word. Mm. Oh, no. Uh-huh. And oh, then no. uh, you guys have some stuff, too, right? Very depressing news out of China. Very depressing <laughs> right. news out of China. I'll bring you that when we come back on the Donna and Steve show on My Talk. It's a Money Monday on the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Don't forget, coming up at 1130, Steve... Gives you all the money tips you need to get filthy rich. I have some money tips for you today regarding uh, staying cool in the midst of the heat wave that we've been in for a couple of weeks now. And then I will also peel back the curtain on some recent some recent spending that I've done. Oh. And I think that there's a lot that you can learn about someone based on their Amazon order history. Oh, oh fun. <laughs> okay. So, in fact, I think maybe later this week, maybe tomorrow, we can do a, a, a Facebook question. What's the last thing you ordered on Amazon? Oh, good. But I'm going to rattle off. I, I, I did tried retail therapy mm. for really the first time of like each day I was like going back on and thinking, hmm, what's out there? What could I get? And I'm going to read them to you. I'll tell you what I purchased, and then you can critique them any way that you choose to. <laughs> okay. Oh, great. That sounds fun. Yes. yes. But in the meantime... Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. 
If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Who wants to go first? Mine's depressing. Do you want me to get it out of the way? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Went onto the old Twitter machine this morning. I want to send a quick shout out to China. We have a, at least one listener in China, Jing Lai. Yep. China. Hi, Jing. Thank you for listening. Uh, and the headline reads, a case of bubonic plague is reported in northern China. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. China. Mm, no. It is a, a third level warning alert. It was issued on Sunday uh, by their health commission after a hospital in northern China's inner Mongolia reported one suspected case of bubonic plague on Saturday. Oh my god. It is uh it is trending on Twitter. Is this real? This is real. Yeah, this is not I was like this All is right. an onion article cuz it's 2020 and it's funny to do this stuff. Mhm. Um no, it's real. They don't think it's going to be like turn into a pandemic. But I just don't think in 2020 that we need that we need any headlines involving active bubonic plagues. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, China. You know, China, interesting. Because if, if that, that's where COVID started, right? They think that's what they best guess. Yes. yes. Interesting. What's going on in China? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know it's it's so like, I, what, hey, Denmark, you want to create a disease for no. us? No. I'm just afraid we're going to lick out the window and there's going to be like zombies. God, she's trying a lot of great things she thinks about. <laughs> what else? Yeah. Well, yeah. it just kind of feels like a movie, like a like we're living inside this weird science fictiony thing where but not with the fun action part of it. Correct. No, no popcorn. Although I do have a friend who watched Zombieland and said it was just so fun. Mm-hmm. Have you I seen it? I that's a fun movie. Woody Bill Harrelson. Murray, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You have done Zombieland? Yeah. Oh. Of course. I Donna, don't believe I read you. zombie books. Okay, well, I feel yeah. like this movie's only been out for a while. Yeah. No, 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 you said Zombieland 2. Oh, yeah, that one, I mean. Oh, okay. The latest. Yes. You saw it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it blew up. <laughs> All right. Oh. Like was it good, Don? Were they both good? I feel like the second one sort of, it was okay. It wasn't like, you know, Emma Stone is in the first one. Um Bill Moore, uh, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Um, yes. And everybody. God, I'm blanking on the guy from Cheers. What's Woody, Woody Harrelson? Woody Harrelson yeah, yeah. is great. So the lead role. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I saw something else. I'm going to say something. The Webster Dictionary has just added irregardless. No. no. Regardless of the fact that it isn't a word. Oh, no. no. I knew it. Yeah. This was my fear. It's official. Oh. Um, so the addition to this word, to the English language, comes as a result of the retirement of the renowned linguist and professor of American etymology okay. at Harvard. His name is Edward James Hornsmith IV, and he was the dictionary's 
editor. Uh huh. He had what? long opposed the inclusion of irregardless to the dictionary based on the fact that it's not a word, though millions of people use it and everyone knows what they mean when they use it. Uh, and then something controversial showed up about this professor. So he's out, new guy in. And uh, yeah. So this guy's from Florida. What did he okay. do? What's the controversy? He used, um, you know, it, it's funny because I think he used the word properly without being offensive. Okay. Um, he said, this is what he said. Okay. The idea that, it, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. This is just what he said. Reporting what he said. He, he used the R word. Okay. Okay. Oh, and he said, here, let me see if I can work, get around it. The idea that a dictionary should legitimize an incorrect usage um, or delegitimize de- de- a correct usage because society has redefined a term is intellectually our okay. word. And so people in the class gasped. There was video of this. And so he lost his job. Oh my gosh. As a result of that. Then they put a new guy in. Oh. At Harvard. Yeah. So did he mean it feels like he meant it in a way that he means may have meant, stunted yeah. mental growth. Correct. Okay. Yeah. That seems a little And I don't rash. know if that is the exact reason he was hmm. fired or if there was other things, but new guy comes in and goes, Guess what? Irregardless. Ir- Regardless. The fact that this isn't a word, we're going to add it to the dictionary. Here's how this would be an acceptable addition to the dictionary. Okay. If it was, if it said irregardless, and then the definition was the word used, Improperly. like misuse Improper, of the word yes. for regardless. I think that's what it is. I'll, I'll take that because then that's kind of a, that's kind of a, you can have your cake and eat it too situation. <laughs> okay. You know? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to look at the exact definition. Okay. Um, hmm. I can't find a definition. Wonder if it, maybe it's not even in yet. Maybe maybe it has oh, to go through a maybe a, it's a, so a early. That yeah. Could be. Well, that's what I saw. So there you go. Yeah. Said something. Man. I saw that John Krasinski wore a wig for season three of The Office. I Wait, saw this. What? This was crazy. So he had a movie called Leatherheads in 2008 he was in. He needed oh, to... Oh, yeah, the football movie, right? Right. He needed a short haircut because it, it's a certain time period. If you remember in season three, he had sort of a shaggy, longer do that he was oh, rocking. Yeah. He asked the showrunner, Greg Daniels, if he could cut his hair for the role, and he said, absolutely not. And then he also said, uh, well, what if I wear a wig? And he goes, no, I'll be able to tell. So uh, the costume designer knew a wig maker who was the best wig maker in L.A., she claims, her friend. They made him a secret wig. They did a secret fitting for him. It looked amazing. John Krasinski wore it on the set. Didn't tell Greg Daniels, the showrunner, and uh, actually pulled off filming with this wig. And then at the end of the day, he goes... So, notice anything different? And he's like, uh, basically, he went into his office and confronted him, and he's like, uh, I'm wearing a wig. And he's like, no, I wouldn't know if you're wearing a wig. And then he goes, aha! And he ripped, ripped off. off the wig, and he was shocked, and so then they let him wear the wig. That's Interesting. Great. Actually, now that I look at him in season three, it's a really bad haircut, if yeah. not a wig. 
Yeah. The shaggy thing was he, he wore it well for a little bit, but then it it ran its course and then he started brushing his hair. But you know what? It I totally can't tell that's a wig. I don't know about you guys. It just looks no, like I maybe thin episode, hair. I wasn't able to tell. Yeah. Interesting, guys. I mean, I can't tell when someone's wearing a toupee. You know, when people oh. will be like, Donna, really? And I'll go, I don't, I don't know. Warning signs that you might have glaucoma. <laughs> uh, Dawn is going to have a dirt alert when we come right back, and then we'll have some music news, including who is running for president now. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.